0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to An American Breakthrough, a podcast for the United States Conference of Mayors. I'm your host, Greg Fisher, mayor of Louisville and president of the conference. Right now, President Biden's American Rescue Plan is working its way through Congress. The plan includes $350 billion in direct state and local financial assistance, which is badly needed by cities whose budgets have been strained by the COVID-19 pandemic. The plan also includes a critical extension of unemployment insurance, relief for student loans, and support for vaccine distribution. Separately, the Biden administration announced a plan to extend the eviction moratorium through June 30th. We're gonna talk about all this and more on today's episode and joining me are Dayton, Ohio Mayor Nan Whaley and Arlington, Texas Mayor Jeff Williams. Mayor Whaley and Mayor Williams have been the bipartisan leaders of our campaign for emergency relief for cities. Mayors, thanks for being here. As I mentioned earlier, uh, questions for you guys, President Biden's American Rescue Plan includes $350 billion in direct state and local aid. And I know that both of you have been heavily involved in making the case for this assistance. So could each of you talk about why this aid is needed in your respective cities and why it's so essential to our recovery overall? Mayor Whaley?
1: So we've been talking about this, Mayor Williams and I, um, across the country really since last July. And cities like Dayton didn't receive any sort of CARES funding directly um, last May. Only the 38 city, largest cities in the country did. And as we're really uh, trying and doing everything in our power in our communities to get us through the other side of this pandemic, we have to, had to take you know, pretty significant cuts in our community. And really, we know and we all come out of this uh, pandemic after we've provided vaccines and provided the way out, uh, we we know that our community isn't going to look the same. And so in order for the rescue to really happen, we need to make sure that we're investing in those places uh, quickly that really need the services that will get them out of this pandemic. And that's in cities all across the country. Uh, the best way to get this done is to let Local leaders make those decisions and uh, this rescue package that the Biden-Harris administration has proposed does exactly that.
2: Thank you. Mayor Williams? Well... It is critical time right now because we're still in the midst of this pandemic and cities are spending money to try to help get our citizens vaccinated, testing, continuing on those expenses. But yet, even if they got money, it's gone and was gone in December. And so consequently, we're continuing to do that. Uh, Cities providing that leadership on the pandemic because it's the right thing to do. And then in addition to that, we have been impacted economically. Every business has, and certainly a city is a business and in fact, a very unique business because we provide services for our citizens and for businesses of all kinds that are essential, that are critical here. And yet we've had to cut our budgets and we're in danger of having to cut them more because we still uh, are seeing job loss. We still uh, are about to experience hits. Uh, Many of our cities uh, uh, are getting hit with property tax revenue reductions, and then the cities with income tax uh, are still getting hit because of job loss uh, there along the way. So we're continuing to have those reductions right in the time when we are most needed and when we need to be the economic engine to pull us out of it. And then the third thing that Nan hit on is that no one knows better where the impacts of a city have been incurred than the city itself. And of course, we know where programs have been been effective and where they haven't and where those small businesses are that still need help. Uh, where the citizens that still need help with uh, rental assistance or other things, we know where those holes are. And so consequently, we can put this money to use and really helping us shorten uh, the time frame of these negative social and economic impacts that have been a direct result of this natural disaster here of the pandemic.
0: So let's talk about the state of play in D.C., uh, particularly given the partisan divide there. We know that we in the cities have been pretty much left our own to figure out how to get us through to this point. So what are the next steps as Congress debates this plan and and what are you hoping to see? Mayor Williams, we'll start with
2: you. Well, it, it's very... Mayor Fisher, it's been very interesting because Nan and I have seen both Republicans and Democrats that have been for direct fiscal assistance here to our cities and states. It's uh, been a common thing all the way through. However, the debate begins uh, there about how much money uh, that the overall bill will be. And then, of course, how much money should be sent to cities and state. And that's where the divide begins. And then we have seen ourselves at the in the ninth hour be at the cutting room floor and being left out while yet Jerome Powell, our our Federal Reserve Chairman, has said time and time again that for the economy of our of our nation, we need to be getting this direct fiscal assistance to our cities. And if we don't do it now, it's going to cost us more. And then here's an ironic thing. The Secretary of Treasury, the former Secretary of Treasury, uh, Mnuchin, had, was for direct fiscal assistance to our cities. And now, of course, uh, the current uh, Secretary of Treasury is, uh, Janet Yellen. So the main uh, economists uh, there on both sides of the aisle are say, all saying the same thing, but they argue about that amount of money. And now, again, the amount of money has silenced many Republicans. Uh, there that were supporting us, but we're going to continue to march on. And our mayors have been uh, just incredible and in continuing to talk to their congressmen and senators, and we're going to continue on. And we are very hopeful uh, here as as we move down the down the road. And we know that we need to do it or this, uh, this economic recovery is going to be extended. Mayor Whaley, what's the timeline look like on this?
1: So, uh, mayors, I think we have been talking about this as soon as possible. Realistically, what we're hearing from Washington DC is the house will move it out this week. It will go to the Senate next week. There's a timeline of March 14th to get this done because unemployment benefits expire that day. And as everyone in every city across America knows, We are nowhere near to the completion of vaccination so we could really have a full and open economy. So I think that we will see this hopefully before March 14th as as Mayor Williams said, we don't take anything for granted because we've been really, really close to the end many, many times only to be held hostage by some uh, beltway politics. So, you know, uh, mayors across the country are talking to their senators to make sure uh, that uh, cities are included. Uh, The $350 billion is included Uh, into the package. And may I say too, the Biden-Harris administration has paid great attention to your leadership, Mayor Fisher, and mayors from across the country about how this should be done, right? This formula is exactly how mayors have been advocating for uh, funding to every single uh, city. It is direct. It's direct assistance. So it's not something that if a mayor and a governor is having a disagreement, uh, there's no stop for local direct funding. So Really takes out the politics of what we've seen in past packages. So this is exactly what mayors are wanting. That's why I think you know uh, the conference's letter of over 400 signatures, bipartisan effort, has shown um, that it is it is needed. It is dire, and it can't get to the ground soon enough.
0: Well, Mayor Whaley, you alluded to the extension of unemployment insurance in the American Rescue Plan. So i assume you support that provision and if so how do you think that would help cities during this crisis
1: look we know uh the 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 issue around our economic survival is really about getting people eventually back to work but that cannot be done a full economy cannot be um, realized until we have herd immunity around vaccination and so it seems pretty nasty if we let unemployment run out in this country And for example, in Ohio, only if you're 65 and older, are you able to get a vaccine right now? So that's only when you take who's like eligible in my state, it's only 25% of the state. So we still have to do masking and social distance and, you know, really encourage people in this cold weather to not get into poorly ventilated systems. Uh, And as long as we're doing that, we're not going to see a full economy. And, you know, unemployment is key to making sure that people aren't so far behind when we're able to dig ourselves out of this recession, that is no one's fault, uh, that they're able to really fully recover and recover faster. Uh, I think the the plan that Biden, uh, the Biden administration has put together has been very thoughtful, uh, you know, and I think that's why you see such strong support from cities across the country.
0: Well, another part of that, Mayor Williams, is making sure people can stay in their homes. So we also saw news late this past week that the Biden administration will extend the eviction moratorium through June 30th. And that was building on his executive order on his first day in office to extend the eviction moratorium through March 31st. So now we're going to June 30th. And can you uh, share with us what kind of support you're hearing about this extension of the eviction moratorium?
2: Well, we are seeing widespread uh, support of this, and especially for us down here in Texas, after we just came through this winter storm, we have seen the importance of keeping people in their homes and keeping our families intact. And, and this is, uh, these are not normal times. And I must say, too, that we have seen uh, Republican mayors and Republican governors coming together with Democratic mayors and Democratic governors. And we see that all the time, don't we, Mayor Fisher? That's not unusual for us, but yet we're seeing it even in the governors. And we've got widespread support here for this. This, this is, uh, and, and you've heard me say this, this is like if we had a flood uh, that was going on, we would be getting help from the federal government for not only the emergency services, but to rebuild our communities. Well, this one has gutted our economy and, and certainly we need to be able to have this aid. And, uh, and it, uh, it is not a red issue. It's not a blue issue. This is America's issue. And I've heard mayor Fisher say that several times.
0: <laughs> well, I think we're discovering our common humanity as yes. we fight through these crises. And, you know, if we can start with that and, our compassion value, our kindness value, and then we get into secondary differences of political party affiliation or skin color. If we focus on our common humanity, we're going to be a stronger country. Well said. And and one of the ways to do that is through vaccines. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Obviously, vaccinations are on the top of mind for most Americans as we continue to fight the dastardly COVID-19 pandemic. And the conference is partnered with Bloomberg Philanthropy's COVID-19 local response initiative, which will help city leaders navigate the challenges associated with the wide-scale distribution of the vaccine. And I know both of you have been heavily involved in this partnership. And I'm wondering if you can talk a bit about what this partnership entails and what impact it's having on vaccine distribution and uptake. Mayor Williams.
2: Well, uh, needless to say, the resources that have been dedicated to help us as mayors is so much appreciated and, uh, you know, for cities need to move out and take that leadership role and now we're really getting help to be able to equip that and we've had such great success at our mass vaccination center. Uh, here in our community, and uh, you know, with our paramedics, uh, they're taking a lead. It actually has freed up the resources there of our hospitals, so that they can continue to take care of uh, of the sick patients. And of course, a lot of them are not COVID, but yet our doctors and nor- nurses are worn out. And so, the city's being able to help and provide that relief is huge uh, there. And it also ties in with the first topic. And I want to reiterate. Re- cities are using their own resources right now to get these vaccinations out because it is the answer uh, here to both our public health and getting our economy going again. So uh, we're going to continue there on that uh, path, but we can use the resources, especially the funding uh, here in this bill that's going through our rescue bill that's going through right now.
0: Mayor Williams, when you think about uh, vaccinations happening at the local level in Arlington, can you share with us how you're working with partners on the ground there and at the state level and federal level?
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, there, uh, we have uh, engaged, as I mentioned, our paramedics and our fire department and our medical department working together, and so. We uh, actually bring in our citizens into our convention center and, and our esports stadium, bring them inside uh, there, and uh, basically our firefighters escort them through, help them fill out the forms, and, and give them great instruction and assurance in about, uh, and information about the vaccination. Then our paramedics give the shot, and our medical department then observes our people. Well, they move quickly, it happens quickly, they're out of the weather. And so consequently, our county has been uh, uh, assigning the, the citizens that need to come. And our state has been sending us the vaccinations. And uh, it has worked extremely well, except for one thing. And that is the supply chain of vaccines is woefully short. And of course, uh, this US Conference of Mayors uh, there, Mayor Fisher, under your leadership, has uh, gone directly to the president uh, there and vice president and expressed that and uh, working with them, hopefully to be able to increase the number of vaccines and, uh, and yet it is uh, a number one problem and our governor actually came to our vaccination site uh, there and said it was the best in the state and I wanna give our fire department credit for that. Uh, because they were the architect of of what was happening there. And uh, of course, and you said it, and and Nan did too, my goodness, uh, we've gotta get these vaccines out as quickly as we get them. And uh, and then I'm hopeful that uh, here in the next 30, 60 days, we start seeing that ramp up because we need more vaccines desperately.
0: Well, we're we're doing all this against the backdrop, obviously, of this once in a century pandemic. We hope it's only once in a century and then kind of the economic challenges that it's presented to us. So it would be easy at times like this just to bang your head against the wall and say it's hopeless. But mayors are hopeful people. So I'd like to close with that question to both of you. Uh, Mayor Whaley, what gives you hope?
1: Well, Greg, uh, I have to say today, uh, my dad received his second vaccination shot and my mom will receive hers next Monday. And so to see your family members uh, get vaccinated and, you know, the process actually be manageable for them to work through uh, gives me hope for the summer. And, you know, I think, you know, uh, while I enjoy seeing my fellow mayors regularly on Zoom, I think we've probably spent more time together at this virtual way than ever before. I'm looking forward to really seeing people in person and, you know, getting to hug people besides my husband. I think that's what I'm most excited (laughs) about.
2: (laughs) Mayor Williams, what gives you hope? Well, it's so inspiring to see uh, our people getting vaccinated and the joy that that's bringing, and and it it is one of the major pathways to better days. And the other thing that I'll say is that it has been so uplifting for us to see neighbors helping neighbors uh, here in the mix of the pandemic, and and then people coming together. Uh, you know, in the murder of George Floyd, we have seen an opportunity of a lot of hearts that had been very hardened to be softened. And now we're moving through that door of opportunity here for us to really make some major strides in bringing our people together. And I think that unity uh, is key for us as we tackle all of the challenges. And then the other one, as an engineer, I am so excited because we are at the beginning of a technology revolution like the world has never seen. And when I think about us getting out of the pandemic, getting this rescue bill coming through where cities are going to get direct fiscal assistance and then move into infrastructure where we can work on the digital divide and build up our infrastructure. That's something we can all come together on. And I'm so looking forward to better days and great economic prosperity for all of our citizens as we move forward here in, in post pandemic days.
0: Well, thank you, Mayor. (laughs) Thank you, Mayor Williams. And thank you, Mayor Whaley. When we, take a look at this these times uh, mayors are definitely half glass full optimists and we can see that this is a tremendous opportunity as you just said to bring everybody along folks that have traditionally been left out uh, folks that have been traditionally at the top helping more than ever before so we can unify this great country of ours and and show the rest of the world what a beautiful, diverse country looks like when we're all focused on the same thing for the benefit of each other. So I appreciate you all joining the podcast here today. This is Greg Fisher, the mayor of Louisville and the president of the United States Conference of Mayors saying thank you for joining the USCM podcast and we'll look forward to seeing you next time.